Hi and welcome to Creating Cadence, a podcast for life and work in motion. I'm your host, Mish Bondizio, a writer, coach, consultant, and the founder of Growth Sessions. The aim of my work is to help people develop better work-life cadence and more mindful approaches to work, to support their creativity, productivity, and well-being, and to manage their time, attention, and stress better. You can find out more about me and what I do at growthsessions.co. And very soon, you'll be able to find me and these podcasts on their very own Creating Cadence podcast website, which will be ready later this year. So welcome back. This is episode 21 and the first of season four of the podcast, being recorded in late September 2021. Originally, I had other plans for this next batch of episodes, but some exciting things have happened in recent months, which caused me to pivot my focus for this season. After years of avoiding diving deep down the rabbit hole of things like blockchain, cryptocurrencies and Web 3.0, primarily because they felt like really intimidating concepts, earlier this year I finally started paying more attention to all the news that was coming out about the rapid advances that are happening in these areas. And as luck would have it, over the summer I was also offered the exciting opportunity via one of my networks to learn more about this world and to experiment in it from a practical perspective too. You see, there's a new frontier called the metaverse, which encompasses a whole lot of elements, including things like AI, VR, blockchain, cryptocurrencies, tokens, smart contracts, decentralized organizations, and so much more. Personally, through what I've learned so far, I've realized that this new frontier has long-reaching implications for my work and my life in both the near and far future. This is from how I communicate and interact with family, friends, and coworkers, as well as clients online to the way I do business and the types of products and services I create. And no matter how scary it might seem, this is something I've realized I need to face head-on and embrace, as do you. This new technology is becoming part of our reality more and more every day. We're going to have to adapt and adjust and learn how to work with it. And it doesn't matter what age you are, with our lifespans increasing, we're going to be around for a lot longer, so we need to learn how to use it. This technology is going to have far-reaching impacts and it will affect every single aspect of our lives and every single sector of business. But at this point in time, if I had to guess, I'd say that probably about a third of my audience have no idea what I'm talking about. Another third might be at the same learning stage as I am. And the final third are probably deep into this already and know a lot more than I do. So this season is going to be a primer of sorts. I'm going to be exploring these topics, defining them a bit and connecting their dots for you on a basic level to help you build a foundation of understanding about what it's all about and how it can work for you. I'm also going to be considering the implications that they have for our well-being, our productivity and creativity. And I'll be contemplating how they may affect our ability to continue to create cadence in our lives and how we can stay resilient in the face of all this fast-paced, sometimes topsy-turvy change. We hear a lot of doom and gloom stories about the robots taking over, and God knows I've read my fair share of Philip K. Dick stories and then experienced subsequent anxiety brought on by imagining less than optimal futures, some of which are already coming true as we speak. 
but I urge you to consider the flip side of that and to approach this topic with an open and hopeful mind. We can have a say in how our futures develop. We can choose to use the technological advancements to aid us in the way that we work and live. These things can simplify the way we do life, work and business, giving us more autonomy, more privacy and more freedom. So I encourage you to be open to what I'm sharing, even if it seems intimidating, totally foreign or irrelevant to your current situation. Now, I'm not an expert by any means. I'm learning as I go. And I want to share what I'm learning with you. In doing so, I'm putting myself way outside of my comfort zone. But I'm doing it because I feel that this is really important knowledge to share. And it's perhaps more important than you realize at this point in time. I'll try to keep the episodes short for this season so I don't overwhelm you. In the first two episodes, I'll be defining some of the terms that I've mentioned already to create a foundation of understanding so that you can become more comfortable rolling these concepts around in your mind and making sense of how they connect. And in future episodes, we'll look at the potential implications this new hybrid environment has for our well-being, productivity and creativity. This is going to be a basic overview, as this is such a vast landscape of complex topics. But along the way, I'll be sharing links in the show notes to articles, podcasts and other resources that will help you to dive deeper if you're so inclined. Please note that things are changing so rapidly that what I share here might be out of date in three weeks, let alone three months. But the way that I see it, if you're learning about it now for the first time, then you'll be better equipped for keeping up with this rapid rate of change going forwards. And for that third of my audience who are more in the know than I am, if I make any mistakes or you have resources you think can help us, then please do share them. You can drop me a line at hello at creatingcadence.co. So after that lengthy introduction, if you're ready, let's dive into some key terms. I'm going to start with fiat currencies versus sound currencies. Fiat currencies are what many of us transact with already. It's the equivalent of what used to be paper money before it became ones and zeros in our online bank accounts. Examples of fiat currency are things like pounds sterling, euros, US dollars or South African rands. Fiat currency is government-backed, which means that it's also government-controlled. They can, inverted commas, print or release as much as they want. Fiat currency is affected by inflation, so as the cost of things go up, the value of these currencies can decline. Sound currency, on the other hand, which is also known as sound money, is more stable. It reflects currency or assets that are less affected by sudden appreciation or depreciation in an economy. There can be digital assets, such as cryptocurrencies, or physical assets, such as owning gold, for example, Krugerrands. Cryptocurrencies are essentially another form of money, but they are not government-controlled, although governments are starting to take a keen interest. There's usually a finite amount of cryptocurrency when it's released, so you can't print more like you would with normal money. Cryptocurrencies are decentralized and managed on public ledgers spread across networks of computers called blockchains. I'll talk more about blockchains in a minute. Cryptocurrencies have more sovereignty and more accountability than fiat currencies, and they are less prone to censorship from government. The most familiar cryptocurrencies are Bitcoin and Ether. Bitcoin is more like holding gold, and Ether is more of a fluid currency. 
Bitcoin is a cryptocurrency on the Bitcoin blockchain network, and Ether is a cryptocurrency on the Ethereum network. And you can exchange cryptocurrencies for fiat currencies on a variety of different trading platforms. Cryptocurrencies are blockchain-based digital assets, but there are other types of assets too, such as tokens. Cryptocurrencies have their own blockchain, but tokens are built on an existing blockchain, such as the Ethereum network. Now tokens are a store of value and they can represent an asset or have a specific use or purpose. There are currently four types of tokens. Fungible tokens such as payment tokens, utility tokens and security tokens. And then there's non-fungible tokens, or NFTs for short, which have been getting a lot of headlines in the news of late. An example of fungible tokens would be something like creator coins, which are essentially branded digital currencies. And non-fungible tokens, or NFTs, are unique investable assets which can represent proof of ownership, such as for a one-of-a-kind original artwork, which is very often digital in nature. But that's going to change as things move forward. Now, creator coins and NFTs are currently taking the world by storm, in an 80s gamer kind of way, with lots of pixelated low-res JPEGs selling for millions, and everyone and their doge minting coins in their name. Some of it may seem silly, like a fad, and you may be struggling to understand their application in contexts that might apply to you. It is confusing, and some of it does seem totally bonkers. All I can say is, though, please watch this space. The concepts behind and use cases for tokens and NFTs are evolving daily. But as the months progress, they're going to become an important part of how we not just do transactions financially, but how we contract with each other in a host of other business and administrative scenarios. There are links in the show notes so you can dive deeper. This brings us to blockchain technology which is the foundation upon which all of these digital assets sit. When we hear the word blockchain, many of us first think about Bitcoin, the first digital currency implemented on a blockchain network in 2004 by Satoshi Nakamoto, which everyone thinks is a pseudonym. But the idea behind blockchain has been around since 1982 and was first proposed by a cryptographer called David Sharm. Blockchain technology is used to record and secure financial transactions through the process of requesting or validating these transactions. The accuracy of these transactions is confirmed by a series of cryptocurrency miners, which in their simplest form are essentially computer geeks solving puzzles online. Each transaction or record is stored in a block on the chain. Each block's information is dependent on the previous block, so over time this creates a chain of information on a public record hence the name blockchain. Blockchain is like the internet in that it can't be owned by one specific person or organization, but it can be used by anyone. There are currently four types of blockchains. Public blockchains, which are decentralized. Private blockchains, which are centralized. Hybrid or consortium blockchains, which are a mix of public and private. And sidechains, which are blockchains running in parallel to the main chain. Now, unless you want to become a crypto miner, you don't really need to know the nitty-gritties of how all of this works. You just need to know that it's a thing, and it's going to become far easier to use and interact with as it develops and is adopted more widely. If you want to do more research on blockchains, please check out the Block Geeks resource that I've shared in the show notes. 
And just a reminder that you need to be signed up to the Cadence newsletter to access the transcriptions for the show. You can do that at growthsessions.co forward slash cadence. Now, blockchain technology is one of the foundational elements for building the metaverse, which is this new hybrid environment which embraces both the physical and the digital. It's been developed as we speak, and it's going to become part of our everyday lives in coming years, whether we like it or not. So in the next episode, I'll be exploring the Web 3.0 and the metaverse, AI and VR, and where that's heading and how it connects with what I've already shared here today. I know it can seem mind-boggling at first, but let these concepts percolate. My aim is to try and help clarify these things for you, as I'm learning about them too. Let's see what comes up in the next couple of episodes. If you have thoughts about this one, or you have a question relating to productivity, well-being, hybrid working, or the future of work, then I'd love to hear from you. You can write to hello at creatingcadence.co. If you're liking what you're hearing on the Creating Cadence podcast, please make my day by giving it a four or five star review via Apple Podcasts. At this point in time, the podcast isn't yet sponsored, so the cost of my time in making the show is covered by lovely listener donations. If you want to support us too, with a once-off or ongoing contribution that is equivalent to the price of a cup of coffee or a book, then you'll find Creating Cadence on both the Patreon and Buy Me A Coffee platforms. Thanks for listening. Until next time, please take care out there. Be brave, think big, and keep moving forwards, one step at a time. Bye for now.